are listening to Self Shoots from the Hip Podcast with your host, Joshua Self. Welcome everyone to the show. This is Self Shoots from the Hip, and we're talking about the coronavirus. And I want to bring on some guests today. Uh, so guest number one, how you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Uh, my name is Travis. Um, I'm a... Uh PhD student at the University of Arkansas, and um, well, now I'm on lockdown, so yeah. Oh, wow. Like, we're all pretty affected by the virus right now. Um, how has it changed life for you uh, personally? Um, well, about a week and a half ago, so on the 12th, I um, my school released a um, announcement that all classes in person were canceled for the rest of the semester and that everybody would be um, conducting courses via online for the remainder of the semester. I subsequently got notifications that uh, all the way led up to the fact that like even now as a graduate assistant with like an office on campus and everything I'm we're pretty much far from going on campus or anything like that. And as far as my wife goes, she works for um, Walmart um, corporate, and she's been put on a work-from-home uh, status. So we're both pretty much working from our place of living right now. Is it more comfortable working from home? Um, it has its ups and downs. So, yeah, on the one hand, like, I, I have a master chair here, and it's I'm more at home working on my own computer and own stuff, and being able to conduct my coursework at home is great. But at the same time, that breakup that you get, that going out and going to work is something that I actually kind of value. It helps, it helps divide up and help you compartmentalize the aspects of your life. And with all this being at home now, it's, it's kind of taken that away and slammed it all together. So now it's like, whereas I would be going to classes and would be creating stuff and doing stuff at the school, um, uh, being met with my wife is on break from her work. She wants to hang out and then we've got to coordinate that. So it's an adjustment for sure. Yeah. It's been pretty rough on everybody. Do you feel like yeah. anything good um, can come out of this situation? Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of things to be uh, found in different aspects of it. I think one area is certainly the fact that a lot of businesses have realized and found that they can implement work from home status, which I hope, it's my hope that this would transfer to uh, having more access for people who might be living with disabilities that might be homebound, but otherwise might be able to perfectly well function in a uh, telecommuting fashion with a job. I think this is showing the business, a lot of businesses have this capability. I also think that um, me personally, like I'm a pretty liberally minded person. So a lot of these uh, liberal pieces of legislation that are being floated around by Congress in order to attack the um, the disease in order to help the economy stay afloat, I think is a good thing because it's ultimately showing that 
no, these liberal policies aren't crazy, commie things that the, uh, some people on the opposition might say that they're instead uh, very effective tools that can that are right now very much needed to help the economy flow. Okay. Um, so of the changes that we've had right now, once the virus is over and the uh, this upheaval of our life has kind of settled down some, is there anything that you would hope to, uh, that would stay the same, you know, going forward? Like, I know you mentioned, um, hopefully people that are disabled having great access to certain types of work that they couldn't do before. Is there anything else that you would want to kind of stick around after, uh, everything's all said and done? Um, think about this. I largely, I think that just having institutions be better prepared and for these transition factors, I think this is um, showing that classes can be conducted online a lot better, which I know some institutions are uh, by behind in that. I'd also like to see a lot of the the overall consideration for public health um, stick around, um, not just in regards to uh, day-to-day things like it would be nice if people would more consistently wash their hands. I think that would be net positive <laughs> overall. I'm with you on that one for but, sure. Yeah. But I think having this mentality and this preparedness in place to uh, better be able to adapt to these things in the future, uh, I think would be something good. Um, basically, like making sure that our CDC is fully funded uh, and making sure that our hospitals have all the funding and the material they need. And I think that I would like to see that mental preparedness stick around going forward so that we can all uh, basically be prepared in case something like this happens again in the future. Okay. Um, well, thank you for your call. Uh, we appreciate your time. All right. You're listening to self Shoots from the hip podcast with your host, Joshua self. And I had to bring in um, a friend of mine, uh, Ryan Scott to talk about uh, this virus. <laughs> How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing pretty well. Just normal, like outside of everyone, like kind of, I believe blowing everything into proportion for like no reason, really. Right. Um, so how has the, the virus and everything, how has it affected your life specifically? Hmm. In my life specifically, well, last year I kind of like took a break from like just gaming, like as a career in general and mm-hmm. I took time off and I wanted to kind of like do something else. Cause I've been doing it for about 10 to 11 years. So just wanted to kind of like a change of scenery. So I went and got like, uh, nine to five this year, and uh, I work at a call center right now. Yeah. So how it's affecting me like that is, uh, it's not closed down or anything. I'm still going to work. I'm not working from home. Um, they've taken extra precautions there to like check your temperature when you come in. Like, and even if you go to lunch and then come back, they check it again, even if you already checked it that morning. Um, some other stuff. Yeah, it's like. It's weird too because they do with like some camera thing. And it's not like it's like like you take like thermal readings, I guess, of your head, which mm-hmm. is new for me. I've never done that before, so so it's very interesting to have to keep doing that. Like 
twice or three times a day in case you have to like go to your car on a break or something and get something. You have to do it no matter what, whenever you come in. And then um, I guess people calling in, like some people will say like, don't, not say the word like coronavirus, like outright, but some people will, you know, say, oh, you know, that thing that's happening and going around, there's a global pandemic. Yeah. Like some people like, kind of like in, in Harry Potter when people will like, he who shall not be named, you know, and then there's people who have no problem saying, like, Voldemort out loud. Kind of like that. Like, there are people who are afraid to say it, and then there are people who are not afraid to say it. So, uh, Do you feel like anything good has come out of this? Anything good. Let's see. For me, on my end, um, I think the the stimulus check, or check, I don't know if it's going to be, like, one or two, or if it's going to be, like, $1,000 in one, and then, like, another 1000 in another one, or just, like, 500 and 500 or, like, like what Bernie wants is, like, 2000 I think. Mm-hmm. I think for that, like, the, I think that's a really great idea to try to, like, help the community and try to help, the you know, the U.S. as a whole. Um, I find it very interesting that these people are, like, panic buying and some places are staying open, Um like, uh, like game game stop. There's like um, a conference call that we like. They're not going to close and everything and stuff like that. And like, I don't know if they're having reduced hours or anything because I don't work there. But um, so I guess that kind of helps show people to want to go uh, pick a video game so they feel you know feel better about right. being inside all the time. One cool thing that I did see uh, a friend of mine pointed out to me. I didn't even know if I got the email. But there's a uh, card shop in Texas, I believe, is doing a uh, delivery service for board games and stuff and mm-hmm. like a 10 mile radius of their shop. So I thought that was really cool. Like yeah. the shop is actually like doing something like trying to get back to the community. So I thought that was like really interesting and like something really good natured to come out yeah. of like this whole thing. So once everything's all said and done, is there anything that you would hope to uh like persist afterwards you know like some of the changes that we've had will probably go back to the way they were you know a month or two ago but is there anything that you would want to kind of stay the way it is currently let me think in the current situation i think probably like people should definitely in in this time of like staying home and everything and being close to it like i think you should definitely like probably treat people better than like you have because like i know there's like there's racist stuff that's come out of this like the whole like oh it came from china china fall blah 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 i think that's like i think that's stupid it literally could have happened anywhere you know like i i think you should just be like more like in today's society i think you should definitely be more like like brotherly love sisterly love like you know love your neighbor and stuff like that you should Mm -hmm. just treat people with like respect and i just think that's kind of crazy that like you just blame one country because it could just it literally could have happened anywhere it could have been anything but you know i definitely think that we should like band together and like kind of like view this because whether we've had let's see like swine flu and like bird flu mm-hmm. and like ebola and stuff like that and this is like the real bigger bigger one that's like you know it's globally like i i, I lived through those and like though they were never like they're never shutting like cities down or at least like to my knowledge, the whole countries and stuff. So it's like, this is a, on a bigger scale. So I definitely think that, you know, coming out of this, people should be like more careful. Like I don't understand the whole, like people haven't washed their hands or something. And now like, and now they're doing that. Yeah. Like, why weren't you doing that before? <laughs> like, just cause this is like, like, I don't, I don't get that. Like it's just, 
so it's something you learn at a young age. So like always wash your hands. Like before, like before bed, brush your teeth, wash your hands. Before you eat, brush your teeth, wash your hands. All that. Guys, mm-hmm. I just I didn't understand it. And then like like or I understood it, and like I I got it, but I don't understand. Like now people are just now doing it. Yeah. And it's just like why weren't you doing this to begin with? Yeah. So it's a different world out there for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for your time, sir. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad I can stop by and give in my insight. Yeah. You're listening to Self Shoots from the Hill podcast with your host, Joshua Self. And I have with me uh, Mr. Jonathan Cowan. How's it going, Jonathan? Pretty good, Josh. How are you? I'm doing pretty okay, uh, all things considered. You know, the yeah. virus is out here making its rampage. And we've been talking about it today. And how does it um, affect you uh, personally? Um, honestly, for, for me, I know it's, it, it's a bit of a tragedy, but for me, it's been largely positive. Obviously no one appreciates, um, being able to, uh, being unable to, uh, just run to the store whenever they want. And obviously we have to take a lot more precautions in kind of doing everything. Um, it's, it's a little nerve wracking going anywhere with a baby right now, especially, um, uh, you know, everyone needs to be limiting, uh, social interactions and I try my best to do that again for me I'm a little bit of an introvert so I don't have as much of an issue as most people do with that um, but it is it is definitely something I'm considering in everything I do um, one big thing for me though is it's made my work reevaluate whether or not we really need to be in the office five days a week so uh, I'm on paternity leave right now but when I when I return to work I'll be working from home uh, five days a week so that's, That's a huge. pretty huge benefit for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, this is the other thing. It, it affects me personally, but it, this is this is more of a more of an unfortunate thing. Um, you know, my, my fiance at least uh, she is uh, a preschool teacher, um, so it looks like her school is going to get canceled mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. That's pretty unfortunate for her students, but right. um, you know, now we don't need childcare, so. I guess there's a, I'm trying to look at look at the positives in these in these things. Uh, yeah, but it's it's been interesting. It's, there's some clear mass hysteria, but I wouldn't say that's affecting my household as much. So it's pretty much where we're sitting right now. So do you feel like anything um, good can come of it? Like we've seen uh, gas prices going down, we've seen the stock market going down. So, um, do you feel like there's like good things that have come of uh, the virus and its rampage? It's, I think it's hard to say at this point because gas prices going down is it's more indicative of the other uh, other thing you pointed out stocks sort of plummeting. Um, gas prices tend to go down whenever people whenever business is not exactly booming. So um, I do hope that it will sort of change people's priorities. Um, and I, 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 if it, if this it, if it runs its course to the potential that it could, this could I guess prompt for um, a complete overhaul of our healthcare system because this is a health crisis that's going to challenge our healthcare system, um, push it to its limits, uh, and we're. I think we'll. I think we'll be forced to take a serious look at handling things differently. Um, but on the on the business front, it's hard to say. I think we're going to see some new winners emerge from this uh, because there are clearly people profiteering on this crisis. Um, but again. Um, there's, a, there's also sort of a political component because at the same time we're seeing politicians clearly profiteering based on um, information that they had on this crisis before the outbreak. So there's also the potential that we could 
you know, see some corrupt politicians leave office because they're because of some actions they've taken during this time. Um, but at this point, it, 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 I feel like it's all just speculation. It's hard to know where this is going to go or see the good in it when it's um, when it, it looks it looks so much. It, it looks bad for the future right, right now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we're more likely to see a, a recession come out of this, a pretty serious recession come out of this, than a serious economic upturn. Uh, of the things that you've seen change um, as far as like social distancing and all this, um, after it's all said and done, is there anything that you would want to keep going other than like people washing their hands, that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. That was, the, that was what came to mind immediately, but I'm sure, you know, everyone would appreciate it if we wash our hands. I think that was true before. Um, hmm. I am, I am, I am hoping that we respond better to crises in the future. Uh, but a specific thing, I feel like we're, we're being forced to pay a lot closer attention to, uh, the risk that our, I guess, essential employees have to put their lives, uh, uh I guess the, the the risk that our essential services have to take. Right. Um, so I hope that, like, particularly teachers, uh, uh, with this uh, shift in focus, you know, we'll look at uh, benef- reevaluate benefits for these people. Um, yeah. So really, I just hope that our focus um, stays on people uh, because right now, policy is being considered that wasn't before just because, you know, it, it's a crisis now. So we have to seriously look at you know, how people are being affected and not just the money. I, I hope that's fixed. I can't, I can't, I can't see it happening in, you know, in this, in this country. Uh, but I do hope that's it. No, that's, that's a, it's good to be hopeful at least, you know, even if it doesn't necessarily pan out the way you want it to. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, your, your comments and your feedback. It's been good talking to you. Good talking to you as well, Josh. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. Hey, how's it going everyone? This is Self Shoes from the Hip, and I have with me Mr. Calvin from a podcast about something. How's it going? I'm good. How you doing, Joshua? I'm doing great. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the coronavirus and how it's impacting everyone. So I want to start with uh, how has the virus impacted you personally? Uh, so far, it hasn't much um other than you know we're trying to stay inside trying to stay away from each other we have two small kids a Mm -hmm. five-year-old and a three-year-old and so the biggest impact to us is trying to keep them busy at home while also working at home and and, you know trying to get through things so our home lives have been shaken up a little bit but so far no one's sick or anything like that we're just trying to keep everyone busy as much as we can right Uh, i imagine that's a a full-time job that at least some of the time you were kind of pushed off onto educators. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a handful, you know. Yeah, they're um, they're in school. My older daughter's in school every day. And then my younger daughter, she goes twice a week to like a daycare slash school. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that helps out a lot. And then we, uh, my wife and I both have our parents in the area. So they watch them a lot and they've still been helping out, but it's still kind of <laughs> juggling everything in a different way now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, having a support network that's nearby helps a lot. Uh, do you Absolutely. feel like anything good can come of this? Like a lot of things have changed in the past few weeks. Do you feel like there's been benefit, uh, like a silver lining, so to speak? I think there can be if employers kind of start to realize that people 
can be productive in different environments. For me, the going into an office nine to five every day for a long time has been this kind of antiquated system of going to work. Um, I've been working from home for about a year and a half anyways. Mm -hmm. So nothing much has changed for me there, but I'm, I'm seeing all these other people in my company and other companies able to do their jobs from home for the most part. I mean, you, you lose some things in interactivity, but at the same time, a lot of jobs today don't require that. And to some extent, it holds people back because, you know, every time you get up to go, you know, get your coffee or get a drink or go to the bathroom, you got to stop five times to talk to everybody because everybody has to say something <laughs> to you or people are just stopping by your cubicle or your office to, you know, just talk for a minute or just ask you a quick question. And that throws off what you're actually doing. So I'm, I'm hoping that employers will be more open to allowing people to work differently. And right. seeing that it can work if you allow it to. Yeah, I, mean, I think um, we have a, a chance to really change uh, the paradigm. You know, we'll consider a nine to five to uh, especially exactly. if it's like desk work. Um, there are obviously a lot of jobs that require you to be present at something, you know, manufacturing or uh, you know, the service industry or whatever. But there's a lot of these desk jobs, cubicle type jobs that um, unless you don't trust your employees to stand over their shoulder the whole time, like why is there such a... Uh, you know, a restraint on where they can work. Right, exactly. And I don't, it, to me, that that's more of a management issue. If you're hiring people that you can't trust to get their work done, then that's on you. I'm, one of my most productive times is between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. because nobody's emailing me, nobody's calling me, my kids are asleep. I can, I can get, you know, a full day's worth of work done in those two hours a lot of times because yeah. there, there's no distractions. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I'm trying to do it, you know, between those nine to five hours, people are calling me, people are sending me new emails. Uh, I get distracted by other things that are just going on in the world. None of that's happening at night. So I, I, for one, I'm hoping that that shifts a little bit. And another good thing that can come is people may realize, um, you know, all these programs that the government are trying to put in or trying not to put in with the, the basic income checks that they may or may not be sending out, um, who are essential workers at this time are a lot of, you know, quote unquote, unskilled, low paying jobs. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, maybe we see some of that stuff get instituted on a more national everyday level rather than, and we see some of those people making more than minimum wage because they are essential and needed and it sucks that they get paid so little right so if all the things that have changed is there anything that you would want to persist after uh this pandemic ends um I, to me i haven't really gotten a grip on what's changed yet because it seems like every day something new has changed and none of the changes right. have ever sank in you know it started out with uh, about a week ago it was, you know, we're keeping at-risk people at home as much as possible, social distancing, try and stay away from people, but life as usual. And then all of a sudden, within a week, it changed to everybody's staying home. And then it changed again to California's on lockdown, New York's on lockdown. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing has really, no changes have given any opportunity to breathe. Uh, so it's hard to see like what has actually changed is what is not. And with the constant news cycle, it's hard to get a grasp on, on what's going on. Um, you know, maybe we're seeing that things don't need to be open as much as they're open or, you know, people who are working these, these service industry type jobs, they deserve more money and, you know, better, better tips. People are tipping, you know, exorbitant amounts of money whenever they get food right now. Like, 
maybe that's a good thing. And you should realize that these people are always doing this kind of work. Right. I mean, it definitely puts in perspective what's most important to running a country versus um, what's actually a luxury item. But given that sports and a lot of forms of entertainment, particularly movies, are all, you know, put on pause. Uh, and these are the people that make absurd amounts of money compared to right. most of everyone else. And yet... Here we are needing uh, the cashier. We we need the person who stocks the grocery stores. And those are people that we kind of look down on in general. And they're really the ones that are uh, keeping us together right now. You know, the delivery truck drivers. Right, exactly. We, we need them a lot more right now than we need LeBron James. I mean, right. I, I love watching LeBron play basketball, but I don't need it right now. You know, I, I need somebody to stock the shelves at the grocery store. Yeah, it, it just kind of puts it in perspective and... I hope that people are able to to maintain that perspective when things kind of return to something similar to what we're, we're used to when they start. Yeah, and I'm interested to kind of see when that happens, because at first it was two weeks and then it was the end of April. And then it, now it's looking like maybe June. And I just I can't imagine that we'll all stay indoors until June. That's a long time. <laughs> like, it's fine now. Everybody's happy. They get to work from home. But I, I just... I don't think we have the capacity to do it for three months. It's going to be tough. I think as, as humans, we're just meant to be out amongst people, at least some of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the weather is starting to warm up. So there's a lot of things that are you know, canceled and all that, but people are still going to want to get out at some point. We're just social. Right, exactly. And, you know, people just want to do something simple. And, you know, right now they're telling us you can't even go to your friend's house and hang out for an hour. Right. Even right. if, you know, it's just you and them and you both know that you've been generally safe. Th- that's the kind of thing that I, th- I think it's going to be kind of like dominoes when this thing starts to wrap up is people are going to start doing little things and then they go, well, if everybody's doing this, why can't we open a grocery store? Or mm-hmm. why can't we open, you know, GameStop's a big one right now that thought they were essential, but apparently they're not. Why can't GameStop be open? You know, there's never more than three people in a GameStop at a time anyway. Right. So I, I think it's going to kind of go like Christmas. that. Hopefully things will sooner rather than later, especially with the weather starting to warm up some like i don't really want at home all day no not at all and i just i can't the other hope that i have is that it's not like this you know just one time okay everybody can go back out now everybody's been inside for a month mm-hmm. we're opening everything back up and then everybody goes out and we see the disease start to pop up again in, in record numbers because everybody was contained and now all of a sudden it's not contained because everyone just went crazy on day one yeah that would yeah not be too crazy to happen thank you for your time uh tell me a little bit about your podcast and where everybody can find you uh so like you said at the top we're a podcast about something each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting we talk movies history uh psychology tv popular culture comics it's just it's a new topic every week we like to keep it fresh and just kind of talk about some of the things that are interesting, at least to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all podcast apps, and you can find us on Twitter at APA something. All right. Thank you for your time, good sir, or a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having me, and uh, I hope everyone stays safe. Thanks, everyone, for listening to my bonus episode, and thanks so much for my guests for coming on, Nia, Jonathan, Travis, Ryan, Calvin, Jeffrey. Uh, thanks for spending a little bit of time with me. You guys have a good week. Please wash your fucking hands.